Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Pondering Puton with Aji Shiotaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm your co-host Connor, and this is my co-host Neve. Hi, I'm Neve. Um, so yeah, I think it like goes along better with the like the pace of the ending when you just end on like class dismissed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, like, it's like people are running out the door, you know, like, cause cla- like the bell went off right. for the end of the school day. Um, and so people are like running out the door. Uh, and the teacher's like trying to very quickly say like, here, here's the homework you need to do and stuff. It's that kind of vibe. Yeah. Right. And you can't like let them go without saying class dismissed because of yeah formality um mm-hmm. so yeah how have you been how have you been let's pre- you want to pretend Good. like we weren't just recording episode two yeah five we, seconds ago? we're recording these ones back to back um just as like a little bit of an explanation people who listen to um not the most recent ornate stairwells but the one from a week ago um because but we're recording these two back to back they they heard on that one that um I mentioned that like you're going to start traveling uh this week. Mm. Literally the day you get back, I think you're indeterminate on exactly when you're getting back, but like I think it it's probably gonna be that day. I'm going to leave uh and go to Emily's brother's wedding. Um and then I'm gonna get back and then there's like a couple days before uh autumn leaves and is gonna travel. So my like podcast schedule is just like I, I am trying to figure out how to get things. Thankfully we're like taking a break uh from recording Divey. Yeah, uh, which is fine that between paranoia way ahead, agent but, and lane. Yeah. But like I had to like figure out not just these two that we're recording back to back because we're just not gonna be able to record. Mm-hmm. Uh but also like there's going to be a, a like rush to get one in uh, right before the next episode that you're going to hear. Like, I think we're going to do it like what Sunday or Monday or some, I think it's actually Monday and then it will be coming out on Wednesday. So that's not too bad, but um, yeah. God, I, I can't even remember. My mind is so I wrote it down like, in my, my planner. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am so just like overwhelmed with malaise right now <laughs> that I can't even not from the podcast, but just in, in general, like uh yeah, like life circumstances. Um that I can't even like remember what date we said the next Ghost Divers episode is. Oh, when we're recording Ghost Divers again? Yeah. Um I can pull that one up. Basically, we're just, instead of it being two weeks in between recording, it's going to be four weeks. Mm. So, and then it's just going to be that Saturday. So, what, it's been like a week since, so like three weeks from now, I think, we record. Uh, Three weeks from today. Well, three weeks from yesterday, I guess. Okay. Um, And we'll be doing Paranoia Agent, but people have to wait to hear that stuff. Okay. Um, I mentioned my planner. Right now... Um, I mean, by the time this comes out, like a lot more stuff will have been, they're doing a whole like countdown cause, uh, September 1st is when they, they 
the planner stuff goes on sale. Uh, I use the Hobonichi Techo, which is um, like this Japanese brand. I mostly like it just because it, it has like all the things that I want from a planner. Like it has a, a really good um, like year view, month view, week view, and then also day pages. Um, and I like that just like breakdown of being able to like do a, a, a calendar. Uh, it gives me some space for like the day of sometimes I will make more notes on like, like if I'm in, in a meeting, sometimes I'll jot some notes in there. If it's stuff that I know that I have to work on soon. Um, so yeah, I just enjoy it a lot. Um, and they are currently doing this like countdown to the new, like next year stuff going on sale. Um, and I just have to say as part of this that so this year they're doing a collaboration with One Piece um, where like there's going to be an actual like the diary because also the way that this works is that you get like a cover and then you get diaries that you can or you get a calendar like planners that you can put in those covers. So um, I usually do the like. Uh, cousin of Ek style, which is larger, and then there's like it's for half year basically, uh, so it's a little thinner. Anyway, they're Wait, like, they're doing. Hey, hold on, can we like? Is this is this a sponsor? Mm-hmm. Did did that sponsorship go through? And I like no. Did you just didn't tell me yet? No, this is not a sponsorship. I just like this. <laughs> um, okay, okay, but anyway, I was just wanting to make sure. I, I just feel like this is the most, like, if you're into shoujo anime, you just stay winning. Um, <laughs> because I'm not going to say that, that men don't use these planners and, like, boys don't use these planners. But also, if you look at, like, general product, like, demographic vibes for this, like, last year they did a collab with uh, Inuyasha, and I was like, I understand this. Because most of the people who are getting Hobonichi Techo are just women, like, broadly speaking, the, in terms of sales demographics. Um, and right now is the year of Yazawa Ai doing, like, a big exhibition and lots of other stuff coming out. And the thing that's just... Because when they did the Inuyasha one, they didn't do, like, an actual... Uh, planner book where the, the pages are themed around Inuyasha. I would have been all over that. Uh, they're doing this for One Piece where like there's just illustrations from, from the One Piece manga all throughout the book. If you're in a One Piece, go get this. Like, congrats. This is fucking incredible. <laughs> um, I would love something like this that's just a comic that I care about. Um, and I just feel like personally aggrieved a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> What you're saying is it's just so good that like you wish that it had a tie-in for your favorite thing, but you'll still buy it. It's just so good I that mean, you wish it wasn't like I'm not going to buy the One Piece with... one. Yeah, but yeah. you are you already have one though. Like everyone should have one, right? Well, yeah, I'm going to buy the next year's, um, like just basic books mm. which this year they're also fi- they're doing an english one for the cousin style which will be fun because right now i'm just working out of like i speak enough japanese like or like can read enough that i'm i can't read the quotes but i can like use a planner i can like read what day it is yeah. some of that stuff is already like partially in english anyway um 
but I'll probably get the English one just because then it will all be in English. But um, yeah, I see the uh, the Inuyasha one here. Yeah, it's cool. Got some I, uh, Animal Crossing. Um, yeah, Sesame Street, Earthbound. Pretty uh, pretty good variety here. Oh no, yeah. I, I feel like there's something for everyone. Yeah. Um, I I do like you know not this is not sponsored I do just like recommend this to people if people want a really nice planner mm-hmm. um, I I will admit I've like gotten to a point in my life where there are some things where I'm willing to spend a little bit more money on just because it's a thing I use every day so like I have a nice mechanical keyboard that I use at my work desk and I have like a nice planner you know mm-hmm. um and I I do not fault people if they're like I'm not gonna like spend more for this nice planner when I can right. just get like a cheap one at Barnes and Nobles or whatever. Um, of course, but what you're saying is yeah. that even though this planner is more expensive, the price is justified because it's worth it. It it just is like nice to use, and I think sometimes the thing that my advice to people broadly is not go buy this planner, but is to identify things in your life that you use all the time. And if it, and like find a version of it that you are going to be like excited and happy to use, you know, mm-hmm. like if you are like a person who uses pens a lot or pencils a lot for whatever work you do, find a pencil or a pen that you just like enjoy using that feels good to use. Um, You know, get if you're on a keyboard all the time, get a keyboard that like feels good to type on that you enjoy using. Um, You know, get like a case for your following you. you Like I'm following you completely here. Yeah, (laughs) I'm with you. You know? Yeah, definitely. Just those those things that are daily things. Um, I think sometimes are, are good things to like, when you have a little bit of money to spend, put it towards something that you're using every day. Um, and if that's, I live that life of, of like having the pair of headphones that I kind of hate, but I still use every single day. Um, and that's just going to make your life more miserable. That is true. Um, I, I actually do think that is good, um, advice in general, uh, <laughs> um, total, I'm totally accepting now that we just did a, a 10 minute paid promo, um, that you negotiated <laughs> no, on the side. I'm, I'm not I even, paid. I'm not even like, I'm not I even paid. taking the piss anymore. Um, that's, uh, that is good advice. Cause sometimes like it can be something that is not that expensive. Um, or yeah. like in the grand scheme like, of things, like it can really like improve, your day and your experience of the day um, yeah. from like a tactile, like from a, a fundamental, like tactile basis all the way up to like just your attitude while using it. Um, yeah. And it, it doesn't, I think this applies to like getting something that's decorative or like something small, like tchotchkes um, for your like desk or whatever. Um Yeah. Just little things that like are gonna improve your mood um, or make you yeah. feel good. Like it's pro- it's probably worth it. 
Yeah, just just try to like make the space that you're in and the things that you're using regularly be something that is like hopefully going to make you feel a little bit better and ra- rather than like more stressed. Mm. Um sometimes this is as simple as like I work at this desk every single day and I've just made a mess of it and it stresses me out. Um I'm going to like take some time this weekend to clean it so that I'll have a nice desk and I'll put things up on it that I like want to look at while I work. Do you have um, any any tchotchkes on your Well, you, I guess your work desk is also like kind of multiple uses at this I don't, point, but I don't really sit at that desk for things other than work. Uh cuz I record in the closet uh on an ironing board. <laughs> and I have put stuff in here as well. So I have, uh, people have heard me talk about the Utena poster that came with the manga that I have hanging up. Um, that's like Utena and, uh, Anthe, uh, laying in like a bed of roses looking at each other. Um, and then I also put up, uh, I don't know if you know this, Connor. I don't know if I ever told you this. So when we worked together, I think was this may have been a gift when I was leaving or maybe it was for like a Christmas or something. You got me uh, a framed poster of uh, Vespertine by Bjork. Um, and I had it sitting at my desk, I think, when I worked in the office mm-hmm. with you. I think you did for a up. while. Yeah. So it must not have been when I left, but at, you got it for me at some point. Um, and I had it there. And then I think it was uh, your birthday. Yeah, probably. That would make sense. Um, and then I, I, uh, took it home, but at that time I was just going into the office and I didn't have like a space I was working regularly. Um, and Emily and I were like trying to figure out decor, like, are there places we want to put pictures? And, um, there's some pictures that we want to put up and we just haven't at this point, but we're like hoping to move next year. So I don't know if that'll ever happen, but so this was just like with all of them. Um, and then I remembered it one day and I was like, I should just put that up in the closet where I record. So when I record, I see like Utena. And then I also see this, this poster that Connor got me, uh, cause it just makes me happy to see it. So it like hangs here in the closet. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you told me that you had it up in your recording studio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so on my desk, in terms of Chotsky's that I have on my my desk, um, I have this little, like, Pusheen, like, the wooden block calendar things, you know, where there's, like, a little, there's, like, a thin piece that you can kind of flip that says the month. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the two, like, you know, basically wooden dice that have numbers on them, and you can orient it so that it will say, like... Oh, like, oh, seven August or whatever. Um, and then by that I have, I have a space invader made of wood that a friend of mine, uh, who lives in, or I think lives in LA now at the time lived in San Francisco, um, made and gave me once when I was visiting. Uh, so I have that there. Uh, I also have these little wooden foxes that are like playing that are like little carved wooden foxes. They're kind of like geometric. Um, I would say they're not like attempting at realism. Um, and I have those also by there. So that's like, I have some like wooden things there. Um, I, I have plushies of, uh, Rido Jack, which is Jack Frost dressed up as Kuzanoa Rido. Um, 
of Morgana from Persona 5 and uh, Koromaru from Persona 3. And then I have uh, Chang'anhua, uh, a plush of that. That's the biggest plush that I have on my desk, which is the mascot for the horticult- uh, horticultural festival that happened in uh, Xi'an, where my, my um, brother lived for a while. And when I went for his wedding, there's just like this little mascot everywhere because it had been like a year ago or something and people still really loved it. Um, and I just like enjoyed Chang'anhua as like a... a f- character so my my um my brother's wife at that point they had like just gotten married got me one of the plushies and gave it to me as we were like leaving it was like a, a parting gift um so i have that on my desk as well and then any gunpla that i'm building while it's in process sits under one of my monitors uh so i can kind of see it in process and then once it's all built i put it in my like um glass display case that I have like my figures and gunplay in, which I don't have that many, but um, I do have a little display case for them in part just to prevent toddler from playing with them. Um, although we did build uh, the hello kitty Zaku together. And that one is uh, on our, our fireplace right now. Um, and then also I got them the entry grade, uh, strike a Gundam, which is, I let them pick out from various ones for their birthday. They picked that one. Um, and we did build that one together and it sits on a high shelf in, uh, their room. So, you know, it was one of those they where I was explaining like accomplishment. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is like a more fragile thing. So you're not going to play with it. Like you play with like, um, cube bot, which is like this, like wooden toy that can fold up into a, a, a cube or can unfold into a robot like this is a little bit more delicate it's not one that you play with that in in, in the same way but we like built it and you can have it here so um yeah it's kind of displayed up on that shelf uh with like rifle out so when we put it up uh sometimes they're a little bit scared of going to bed so we explain like oh you know the strike gundam will will keep a watch out and keep you safe so right rifles are good Uh, no, no, been watching, no, little one. Rifles are we've good. Been, we've been watching <laughs> SD Gundam Force uh, along with the Great Gundam Project, and it's the closest to copaganda that I've ever let this kid watch. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We don't do Paw Patrol, because, yeah. I think Paw Patrol Paw has like, been lot. discussed on Ghost Divers before. Probably. Um, um, what do you have on your desk? So, my work desk, um, not nearly as much. Um, I have a couple of photos of Sarah and I, um, one of which is like, you know, those old timey photos that people do like the, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got like one of those old timey photos. Um, and I have it on my desk so that like everyone who walks in looks at it basically. Um, and I have had multiple people be like, Wait, are those your ancestors? Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't really have a purpose in mind for it, um, but it's definitely serving a purpose. Um, and then one normal picture. Uh, and then the one tchotchke that I have on my desk is a Hello Kitty, a beach-themed Hello Kitty uh, that you gave me when... Um, and I, I know that, like, the circumstances, it was when I left. 
um, the place we work together. Uh, so that's been on my desk since day one. Uh, yeah. And that's pretty much my Life's only. a beach. Life's a beach, right. Um, that's my only tchotchke. Um, so definitely a place of honor there. Um, just holding it down. Um, and then at my, um, my desk at home, I have a couple weird things. Um, I have a, uh, a little like figurine of Bender from Futurama, um, that I got like, oh, super long time ago, um, from one of my friends, um, who I used to, we used to watch a lot of Futurama together. Um, and then I have a, uh, there's like a piece of wood with a Moby Dick quotation carved into it. Um, yeah. And back when I was, uh, like, it would be more apt if it was Scrimshaw, but, um, I think it, I actually think it, well, it's not Scrimshaw, but it's like ocean wood. Like, yeah. Like driftwood. Yeah. It's like driftwood. Um, yeah. And the story behind that is like kind of long and bizarre. Um, or, well, it's, it's not really long. It's just kind of weird. Um, back when I like used to, when I was in school, um, I met a guy who was like a Melville scholar. Um, and one of his like side hobbies was just like getting driftwood and carving, uh, Melville quotations into them, uh, or getting driftwood pieces. Uh, so he gave me one and, um, yeah, I, uh, I've always kept it. Um, it's from the, the little, uh, the little known Melville short story where a guy just talks about his chimney, um, for an entire short story. Um, yeah. And the quotation is I and my chimney shall never surrender. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I got some, uh, some interesting stuff here. Um, yeah. And then I have like, some sort of figurine that my aunt gave me years ago. Um, I think it's Ganesh. Um, that I just like sit underneath my, um, monitor. Uh, yeah. For like, for reasons that I don't even, I don't even know. Um, I think it's like, I don't have any like read on the meaning of the figurine. Um, yeah. And it's not just like, Oh yeah. Like this, like Hindu figure, like is cool because that's like Eastern. It's like an Orientalist thing. Um, yeah. Let me just make sure to, to point that out. Um, it's just like, I think it's more, um, it's more of just like a sentimental thing um, because my aunt like is uh, a person who's always like supported. Um, she's always wanted me to like, you know, get into creative, some creative field one way or another. Um, yeah. So I like to keep this um, under my monitor whenever we podcast as just a reminder of like, you know, uh, people like someone close to you supporting you and 
doing your creative endeavors or whatever. Um, yeah. Just like having, you know, having my mom on the podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> before what, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to talk about chapter three. Yeah. Let's talk about chapter three. I was going to do something okay. else, but I'm going to, I'm just going to read one sentence before we do this, um, from the Wikipedia page for Chang on flower, which is the, the Chang on Hua, that like mascot that I was <laughs> talking about. Um, this is a very short Wikipedia page. I can, I can send it to you if you want to like quick check it out. Um, I'm actually just going to read one clause cause there's also like a, uh, a, a comma and here there's another sentence, uh, you know, conjoined with it, but I'm just going to read this one. Um, it also has a cute and chubby body to show that it lives a good harmonious life, which like, yeah, same. That's, this is part <laughs> of why I love this mascot. I love that sentence on the Wikipedia page. I love looking at it and thinking it has a, a cute and chubby body to show that it lives a good, harmonious life. Um, it also, did you read the second part of this? Uh, that the it's sentence? always waving its hands to show that it really expects you to come see it. Yeah. Did you, did you read that? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was just like, that's something that you do as well. Um, I'm always waving my hands. Yeah. Like constantly. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I can see why you'd be attached to this thing. Um, yeah. It's, it is really cute. Um, and the, the constant hand motion is, is really soothing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So chapter three, time to debut. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter three, time to debut. Um, do you want to uh, do you want to tell our listeners about what they need to do to be taken seriously? Um. So do you remember, like, if you don't, just go back and listen to our discussion uh, for episode or for chapter one. Um, but if you remember that, like, quiz on the back. Yeah, um, we figured out what the metal plate is about. Yeah. Well, I knew this. I was trying to explain it to you, but it comes up here. So basically, like, uh, having a tough nickname and how many fights have you been in were from Chapter 2. They are references to, like, the, um, you know, champ by default and everything. Them, like, talking about how much of a badass they are and how you have to have a nickname to be a badass. Um, and then uh, the rest, I think, basically... Well, there's not the, the adult video part. That's a, a slightly different thing. I don't think we've gotten to that yet. But the what's in your book bag um, and how tough do you look, that stuff uh, is referencing this chapter. So do you want me to just like run through all the things to do to be a badass? Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm trying so, to, re- I'm reviewing because I'm starting high school tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so lesson one is that you have to, to look, uh, like a badass, you know, you Mm. have to dress, dress the, dress for the job you want, which is badass. Um, so bleach your hair, but don't leave it in too long because then it will turn white and you just want it to be blonde. Uh, shave your eyebrows. so It'll give you a more menacing look, uh, and then furrow your eyebrows. Um, Mm-hmm. So that's the the first part. Lesson two, you will think that 
like you feel tough now because you're doing this, but you are still a wannabe punk. So like, don't get too, too ahead of yourself. Um, lesson three, leave your collar unbuttoned, maybe wear a graphic tee under your, your school uniform. Uh, so that will show through rather than like a, a, a nice button up. Um, do you think lesson like, four, do you think like American Eagle is okay? No. What I mean, about- is it a graphic tee from American Eagle? Yeah, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would, I would recommend a graphic tee where um, it's a little bit open, and you can start to see some of the letters, and then if it becomes fully open, you see that it says like, "Uh, screw off" or something. You know? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure American Eagle yeah. has that. Um, lesson four. Uh, have your backpack just always be empty. You don't carry any books or anything to school, except put a metal plate in there so you can block punches. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lesson I, I five. That. That's remember yeah. I was telling you that that's why that it was on the back. Yeah. Lesson five. Uh, hold sever on, your connection. On, on. It's really we should really make sure we get through all of these because I feel like this is yeah. When I read it, it was like the last step was really important. So yeah, I I mean so, I have the manga, so I can like yeah. read it. So I yeah. I'm cool. I don't have to. So uh, I don't need you to tell lesson me. Lesson five, but lesson everyone five, listening probably would. Yeah, probably does. Lesson need five: that. dissociate from your diligent friends. Um, you don't want to hang out with anybody who seems like they aren't a badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, lesson six: make sure that you always walk with a swagger. Um, so do that as much as possible. Uh, just like really like get that menacing glare and kind of get the swagger going. Um, and remember, oh, if, if it's hard for you to like disconnect from your, your friends, um, you can talk to them in secret. Oh, thank you for joining us today. Next time we will be reading chapter four from volume one. Uh, you can find the full schedule at exportaudio slash putan schedule. Puton schedule. Uh, you can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportaud.io and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive access to Pop Town Funk, a weekly podcast or Auto Menorah roll a random Funko Pop and have to watch something from it, uh, from that media franchise. I don't know what they did this time because they, they haven't <laughs> announced it yet as of when we're recording this. Uh, if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Uh, you can find the free feed at exportaud.io slash Puton or by searching Pondering Puton on, on their podcast app of choice. Um, if you like talk, listening to us talk, you get a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, where you can find, uh, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers, or by searching Ghost Divers in your podcast app of choice. Um, I think when you hear this uh, later this week, you will be getting the first episode of Serial Experiments Lane. Uh, you can find the show at Pondering Puton on Twitter or just at Puton on co-host. You can find me at Fox Omni on Twitter and co-host. Where can people find you, Connor? Uh, y'all can follow me at Rabelais or E-B-B-L-E-A-S on Twitter and co-host. Our opening theme is Ningen Nante by Yoshida Takaro, and taking us out today is Human Behavior by Björk. We didn't get to the final one, but I'm sure it's fine. Class dismissed.